Oh, hello, Mr. Stephen King. It's New Line Cinema here. We love the idea for your new movie and the story of a scientist who makes his backwards gardener more smarter by using drug and virtual reality therapy to make him more intelligent and how it all horribly backfires. It's a wonderful idea. We've got Piers Brosnan and Jeff Faye all signed up and we're all ready to start filming. However, there is one teensy-weensy problem. We think the title of the movie, The Potting Shed Man, doesn't have enough punch. Could you suggest something else? No, the hedging shears man isn't good enough. Neither is the potting shed man. <sighs> Nor is the herbaceous boulder man any good. Look, if you're going to come out with gardening-related titles, you may as well call it, well, I don't know, the lawnmower man. What do you mean, that's a brilliant title? Hello? Hello? Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long, long, long... So very long. Thank you very much. (laughs) To this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast, I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... Actually dead. Why are you still here? Oh, nobody told me. You died on Thursday. I didn't see the memo. You're looking he very healthy for someone who's dead. Never checks his emails. Does he no. No. Sorry. We are Scottless tonight. Scott is halfway up Everest. Oh, really? Ooh. Yes, he's... He's is Brian blessed. Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's gone a-climbing and is up Everest, and we're, we're hoping he'll be back shortly. Everest? Isn't he's back shortly. Double, double glazing. Is he gone up Everest with that bloke with no legs? He was cool, wasn't he? Who, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Darrow? A, a guy, a Chinese guy, has just climbed Everest. He's got no legs. Okay. And he's just mm-hmm. climbed Everest and he lost his legs the first time he climbed Everest to frostbite because he, he gave up <laughs> his sleeping no he gave up his sleeping bag to one of his teammates who oh, was suffering wow. from altitude sickness oh, yeah. and as a result lost his own legs Blimey. and wow. not only has he climbed Everest but four years ago while surfing he broke his neck <laughs> he's trying to off himself <laughs> yep. in the most stylish way possible what's his name Lucky <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyway anyway yeah. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, virtual silliness beside, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, oh yeah. Eric Roberts to Drez for another occasion. Drez. <laughs> Audio mongers Big Finish want your money so that they can give some of it to everyone's favourite master, Eric Roberts. Yes, some 22 years after Paul McGann's Doctor Who TV movie introduced us to Eric Roberts' rather singular interpretation of the master, he is coming back in audio form. As part of the fifth box set for the Diary of River Song, age 13 and three quarters, (laughs) Alex Kingston's character will encounter not only this master, 
but also three other incarnations as played by Jeffrey Beavers, Derek Jacobi, and perhaps most excitingly, Michelle Gomez. Nuts ahoy. Box set producer David Richardson said of this. It's a medley of masters. (laughs) In previous box sets, River has been travelling back through the Doctor's incarnations. This time around, she is meeting some of the masters, and we have some amazing firsts in this box set. Yes, it's the first time Eric Roberts has returned to the role since the TV movie in 1990. 96, and the first appearance of Michelle Gomez as Missy in a big Finnish production, with Derek Jacobi as the War Master and Jeffrey Beavers as the uh, Decayed Master. It's an unmissable lineup. Release mm. of this four story box set is scheduled for January 2019. Now, mm. it seems I, I, that everything's happening in 2019. I, yes. I, I don't know what this means. I don't know whether it means that Big Finish has now become a fairly heavy hitter with lots of money behind it, oh, or. or Eric Roberts is that desperate. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm guessing he needs a few quid. <laughs> well, I have, me a, few, probably. a lot of the other actors may have let him know about how good the lunches are. It, they it, do it, seem to be sold on good it lunches. where he's recording it. Yeah, he may not have recorded it in the UK. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Barrowman doesn't, does he? he no, not, not, it in LA. not anymore. <laughs> probably the same place. Could be, home. yeah. No! Oh! That's right, it's starting to turn itself off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that was unnecessarily dramatic for a, a very minor keying error. <laughs> I wondered what was going on. Was keep that one. one, keep that one. <laughs> TV, cancellation and renewal news. <laughs> for something to live, something else must die. Whoa. At least according to US TV executives. Perhaps the most shocking news is that sci-fi have cancelled their most... Siffy. <laughs> Cancelled their most high-profile and critically acclaimed series, The Expanse. Mm. Ooh. Sp- <laughs> Spitting in everyone's faces, they said... Everyone at Sci-Fi is a massive fan of the series, and this was an incredibly difficult decision. We want to sincerely thank The Expanse's amazing cast, crew, and all the dedicated creatives who helped bring James S.A. Corris' story to life. And to the series loyal fans, we thank you. Most of all. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does seem slightly... How did you have to do the eyebrow wiggle with that? <laughs> that was involuntary. <laughs> I kind of wonder why they've got rid of it then. Mm. I think they can't afford it. It's, it is a very mm. high... It's something oh, like right. $6 million an episode. It, yeah. It's not quite Game of Thrones, but it's, yeah, it's way up there. Chaps, mm. chaps, Crumbly hasn't finished. Oh, sorry. Also, if you can cast your mind back to December 2015... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. We reported that Siffy were to produce a TV series of Tremors hmm. featuring oh, yes. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and now over to Club for an overreaction. Sorry. <laughs> well, after making a pilot, that's now been cancelled too. That's oh. probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Tremors films. They were good little giggles. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> he was in the first one. I don't think he was in the other two. You know why. Too busy making adverts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got some amazing cheekbones. Okay. Yes, but is his head as soft and supple as yours? Supple? Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, Fox, always keen to get some cancellation action of his own, has has canned Lucifer after its current third season. William Shatner had words about that. Mm. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, Um, What's what's Lucifer's name? Is it Tom Lewis? Uh, No, no, no. Uh, Evans, I think. No. uh, Ellis. Ellis. Tom Ellis. Tom Tom Ellis. Tom Tom Ellis had tweeted about the the cancellation, and Shatner wants to know what cages he needs to rattle. 
<laughs> he's got the Shatner on his side. Yeah, yeah. he's been Appar- Apparently, he was nice to Shatner once, and Shatner's yeah. remembered. <laughs> this series is based on characters created by Neil Gaiman, Sam Kieth, yes. and Mike Dringenberg for DC's Vertigo comic book line, and features the devil coming to Earth as opposed to going down to Georgia. <laughs> he <laughs> has the sexiest evil eyes in the world. Very loosely based, mm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he gets involved with an LA cop, and together they solve crimes. Fox has also taken its popular police comedy series, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, out to the barn, <laughs> blowing it away after five seasons. But... Mm. Oh. We have an addendum. No, carry on, carry uh, on with the uh, text. Anyone want to take oh. over? No, no, no. no. Go. <laughs> oh. There is life after death of this one, as NBC have announced. They are picking up the se- series up for a sixth season. Yay! Yeah. Where were NBC when Firefly was cancelled? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, good news for Westworld, as HBO have confirmed a third season of that will be coming, only a couple of weeks into the screening of season two. And finally, and Rick finally. and Morty fans can rejoice! Yay! It's been cancelled as well! <laughs> no. <laughs> as Adult Swim have ordered new episodes, more than twice as many... Have already been made. Blimey. Crikey. 70 more episodes to be precise. Bloody hell. Mm. Though admittedly to be produced over a currently unknown number of years. Yeah. Co creator Dan Harmon said. Getting a 70 episode pickup means that I can actually really focus on it. What's he been doing up to now? <laughs> and loving it won't be taking away from anything else. I can let Rick and Morty take away from everything. Oh, and then that many episodes buy me a new house. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's been more news. Yes. Uh, the CW have renewed all their DC stuff. So that's iZombie. Yay! That is Supergirl, Arrow, The Flash, Black Lightning. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> but bad news-ish for Gotham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only yeah. one of my addendums. Yeah, yeah, which is getting another season, but only really half a season to finish off yes. the series. Yeah. So, so he can become Batman. I was going to say, the, the kid is now about nine feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's starting to dress like Batman, so... Yeah. Sean Perch, you'll be able to work soon. Yes. Mm. Not for long. Probably not. Yeah. The so mm. doctor came in. I have an addendum. Lose what is us. your addendum? Lois Lane, Margot yes. Kidder, has Dead. died. Blimey. Yes. Yeah. 69 years old. 69? I yeah. shall now shamelessly, absolutely shamelessly, read you the BBC's report. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Actress Margot Kidder, best known for her role as Lois Lane in Superman, has died age 69. Dude. Now, this is the most poorly constructed sentence in the world. <laughs> a funeral home in Livingston, Montana, where the actress lived. I thought that meant she lived in a funeral home. <laughs> Maybe she did. Anyway, she, a weird one. Um, <laughs> she died on Sunday. Um, stuff about Superman, stuff yeah. about her being Canadian but getting American citizenship in 2005. Okay. Oh, dear, yes, I forgot about that. The What she called the most public freakout in history <laughs> when she had mental health issues. She was oh. Bipolar, wasn't she? Yeah, she went missing for several days in 1996. Oh. I thought she was bloody good as Lois Lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she was one of the first household name actors, actresses to actually come out about mental, mental health, health issues and yeah. actually yeah. suffering from them. Yeah. And they all went, okay, we won't hire you for anything. And yeah. she ended up being homeless for a while. Mm, blimey. Yes. Unfortunately, it may have How only been 20, it was 1996, and that sounds mm. really recent, but it was, no, it was over 20 blimey. years ago yeah. and yeah. things weren't quite as yeah. open, open then. Yeah. yeah. Which is a shame. So, yeah, that's sad news for today. I didn't realise she was that old, though. 
But then I suppose, considering again. it was 1978, yeah. Superman, that's yeah. that's like 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we forget right. how old we, we are. are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, actually, I saw something talking about David Tennant, mm. and it said David Tennant's aged 47. I thought, really? Is he 47? Yeah. 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 I thought, actually, I'm now 44. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forget in, in your head you're still so, 21 so you, yeah. have, have, have you got to the moment where you have to sit and count on your fingers no, no. oh I had to do that the other day someone asked me how old I was and I went oh okay <laughs> well, Keith was Keith took his socks off. Yeah. <laughs> ran out. Yeah. Oh, the extra Am I fifty-three? Am I fifty-four? Am I hundred eighty-seven? I forget. <laughs> well, look at it this way: I can start drawing on my pension next year. Oh, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> really old. I'm, I'm another seven years off my twirly card. Um. If you draw on your pension, how will they know how much to give you? <laughs> Can I feel your head again? Yeah, go on. Oh, for God's sake. I do realise our listeners are now going to realise we are actually all old fart. <laughs> I think they know that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Any more addendums? I, I have something of a semi-addendum. <laughs> <laughs> Keith a semi. Keith got a semi. He <laughs> really should have gone it's in. more and... than he's had for years. <laughs> It really you should have gone in without last, a now. <laughs> uh, should have gone in last podcast. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Russell T. Davis yeah. has responded to Christopher Eccleston's statement about his time in yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't want to get into the rumours, the mills and whatever, squabbling backwards and forwards, and it was over 13 years ago. But um, he has gone on the statement saying, Russell T. has said that he's not going to get in for a tit-for-tat on the mm-hmm. newspapers because that only way only ends trouble he cl- declares uh, Christopher Eccleston as his doctor and he was his producer so his main statement was to look after for him and he will always look out for him mm-hmm. now to my mind that's a level of class yeah. Russell T mm-hmm. has got not that he was low in my opinions but no, he has no, gone no. up in my opinion oh, yeah. you know that, that, that has a level of class to it yeah it would have been very easy to have hit back yeah yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot he could have complained about Equus's behaviour. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that's, that's, uh, I, I, I don't want to get into that yeah. here because of the addendums, but I'm, I just feel that that should be pointed out that mm. Russell T. Davis, a gent. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's gone up in your opinion. Yeah, as I said, not that he was low, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the end of the news. <laughs> Dear listeners, we've all been watching a video. A video? I've been watching a DVD. DVD. Yes, I've been watching a DVD as well. All right, then. Advancing 30 years, we've all been watching a DVD. (laughs) But when it came out, it probably was video. (laughs) We've been watching the ultimate foe, the final episodes of Trial of a Time Lord. And Colin's. It's like herding cats. (laughs) And Colin's final episode. It was. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Shall we pause for music? (laughs) On the positive side, it was also Mel's final. (laughs) No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No. No? No, it wasn't. Oh, my God, I'd forgotten. (laughs) Wiped out. I wiped out everything up to ace. (laughs) Yeah, the next season. (laughs) 
Yeah, a weird one. A two-parter. Yeah. Mm. Of two and, halves. And it really shows that it's a two-parter. Yeah. It's gonna... short. Because the first half was written by the amazing Robert Holmes. The late it's great. Who final... then went and died. Yeah, his final contribution to yes. Doctor Who. And he was succeeded. The reins were taken yeah. over by the Marvel that um, is... Pip and Jane Baker. And, excuse me, taken over and dropped, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Jip and Payne Baker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair to them, yes. the squabbles behind the scenes meant They're, that uh, the script editor had written the final part. Yeah. And then, because he'd quit the show, JNT wasn't allowed to tell them anything about yeah. that yeah. final part and they had he, to rewrite he, it just from the cliffhanger. So, so he basically he it, he blindfolded them, them yeah. put yeah. them in a dark room, turned them round and round and round and round, yep. closed all the doors and windows. <laughs> put a cherry in a field six miles away. Chained them and, to a desk. Yes, and then said, right, go and find that cherry. Yeah. 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 Here's so, a megabyte modem to help you. Oh, yeah. So all oh. they didn't do a bad job. I was going to say, so we may mock them, but quite frankly, they did yeah. a bloody good job. They were thrown in the deep end with lead weights. Can, can we yeah. get this out anyway. of the way straight away? Mm-hmm. Favourite pieces of over-the-top dialogue? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do to stop the catharsis of spurious morality. <laughs> what does it that mean? even mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I think my favourite one is insect microbe. <laughs> How many more words can you use mm, something yeah. small? How utterly evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, 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 at the time, it was relevant, but now, when you're looking at this, like, airing cupboard-sized computer, and it's a megabyte. megabyte. It's a megabyte oh. modem. Yeah. <laughs> Although we watched the... Um, bit to the... Uh, the making the of and yes. that. Yeah. Pitt Baker had a brother who, at the time, was a computer scientist, and him and his colleagues sat down and came up with the... Uh, the me- What's it called? Uh, a maser. Maser. Maser, maser. maser. maser exists. Yeah. Yeah. They, like came, laser, they came right? up with lots of various words and things like a megabyte modem for yeah. them to use yeah, yeah. So, i think they were meant to be words. working i think they were meant to be working something very hush hush for the they government were, yeah. but they were yes. there writing down these ideas for the <laughs> megabyte modem yeah mm. oh how quaint <laughs> yeah. anyway the doctor is on trial for his life yeah has yes. been for a while yep a long old story as well mm. oh yes yes and it turns out the person putting him on his trial, his arch nemesis. <gasps> Spoiler music! Spoiler music! Is himself! <gasps> I never saw that coming. Actually, now, nobody did. I don't no, know. no. Just the, the nasty, nasty bits, distilled bits of himself. And it's not, not all clear is, how it works. Despite what is said in the making of. And we Googled the hell out of this. Yeah. There is no word that even remotely means doctor a, a doctor law. of law. Well, there no. probably is, but it certainly isn't Vanyard. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's made for the series. I think Vanyard a load of us went for every copy of a paper copy this was, given that when it came out, of an Oxford Dictionary or anything else to find that out. Any spelling I could think of, I've looked for. And yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a productive 10 now, minutes. Let, let, <laughs> let us look at the Vanyard. Michael Jason, we met him the other week and he's awesome. He, he is. is, and I really like the character of the Valley of. Yes. And Shame he's trapped in that stupid uh, courtroom set first. Well, this it is, is still technically possible, things. however. I mean, yeah. I like the idea, let's face it, the, the good doctor sometimes can be quite cold and callous mm. and harsh. Mm, yeah. So if you actually took to his darker sides, I think it would make the master look positively like, you know, yeah. some oh, blimey, monk yeah. or, you know, virtuous individual. Yep. But they still say it's somewhere between that and his final... Yeah, so sometime after his 12th and final... Yeah. 
she's now potentially an infinite number. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, so it could be anyone. It, it could be anyone. They didn't yeah. actually, in some ways, you think, oh, they've pinned it down. But when you listen to it, they yeah. haven't pinned the it 12, down. The 12th and final regenerations. Yeah. So, Up till Matt Smith, we're okay. But after that, it yeah. could be anybody. Anybody's yeah. guess. Could be Jodie Whittaker is actually the Valiant. Yeah. Good. <gasps> well, so recently, the name's beginning to creep back into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because had drop. We've had to at least. Name of the Doctor? We had one name drop in Name of the Doctor and one name drop in Twice Upon a Time. Mm. Oh. Shadow of the Valyard. Yeah, that's right. I don't get the feeling he's a regeration, though. No. I get the feeling. That's not what they meant. No. Because it's like a distillation, so it's almost like he's he's an artificial creation creation of the Doctor. He he is the Doctor, but almost. As in Heaven Sent, where you had this clone permanently being made yeah. of the Doctor in cyclical rate, as if one of those clones went off on its own yeah. and made or, it through. Or somebody's that then been became... go, yeah, going back in time, sort of, sort of drawing the various the nasty bits from all the in, from all the incarnations of the Doctor and just put them all together as an amalgamation. Yeah. Yes. The High Council have done mm. that. Yeah. So it's it's, it's an independent person. It's not like a regeneration mm. of the Doctor that's turned nasty. It's an additional Doctor, I don't know so what, speak. what their plan was, though. They had created this evil version of the Doctor yeah. to give him all the Doctor's regenerations. Wouldn't that just create a greater problem for the High Council in the longer Yeah, it'd long be an run. evil Doctor ad infinitum. Yeah, that yeah, does not sound like again. a good plan to me. If you're going to start <laughs> looking at the plot, <laughs> this is going to fall to pieces yeah, really quickly. Yeah. To, yeah. to, to a lesser extent, I mean, that could be said, said of the Master as well, because indirectly he was a creation of the, uh, of, of the Time Lords. And they gave it, it him a whole out. new life cycle didn't mm, they well yeah because yeah. i mean it's all right they forced him to look into the untempered schism and that's yep. what started the whole ball rolling I mean, time lords are not smart they're not or the high council not. are not smart mm. no and there's a whole backstory in this one which is really underplayed for the importance to the doctor universe the whole civil war going on on gallifrey yeah, yeah. Mm. And just yeah. glossed over entirely that's a major thing it's yeah. the last time we see gallifrey or the time lords in the classic series yeah. So we, they must have been teetering the edge already yeah, what, with uh, Barusa having been found to hat. be corrupt. Yeah. And, yeah. What happened, what's happened to Flavia? Because she was left in charge. Yeah, yeah, the and, doctor... What Flavia? We had at least two more regenerations after that. Timeline-wise for the Time Laws, we don't know how close this conceivably could have been to the Time War. Yeah. Mm. So it could be... Arguably that, it's acting already at that point. Yeah, it, it could be that that's what's occupying in the background. Yeah. And that could also answer how the Valyard's been created because they were trying to get the nastiest Soldier. soldiers or, or sides of Or why the Valyard was created, because he would have known all about... If it's from the end of the Doctor's life, mm. yeah. the 12th, he would, and yeah, he, he would have known about the Time War. He would have... It's very confusing. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Does, it does get very confusing. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if they've got the Valyard, then in essence, they could also have the uh, War Doctor as well. Of course, it's all retconning. No, yeah. this was thought by Bob Holmes at the time. And, uh, and uh, I've always wondered how the time law, a time war, could have been allowed to come about. But if Gallifrey is being torn apart by civil war, then the time war could have mm. kind of crept up on them. Yeah. Well, yeah. that would have been the ideal time for the Daleks exactly. to, you know, to creep so that, in. That yeah. could be the beginning of because of the whole way that time travel works. Yeah. You know, that we could have been involved in here. As you say, it's retconning, but this could have been the start of the breakdown that led to the time war oh, yeah. I would like to point out and you'll 
agree with me here. Having sat through many, many court cases in Crown <laughs> Courts, yeah. the way of justice was a little bit, a little bit skewed. Oh, yeah. Because the jury weren't even consulted. No, no, no She no. just decided. Yeah, well, to let dogs This is what well, the magistrates call me. As we have all previously established, Time Lords are mildly telepathic, so perhaps they just oh, they were thought, thinking at it. They just they? thought the... Uh, but this is science fiction. Why weren't their heads going warm? <laughs> yeah. well, perhaps they were, but they had those... They did. That is, I think I may have mentioned this when we actually did the whole of Trial of Time Lord. Yeah. But the, the set-up for the court, you've got the big screen behind them, <laughs> where they've all yeah. got a cream around them and look yeah. at those yeah. big headdresses. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been into an official council building? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're designed, to be really unpleasant to use. Mm. And the master is in the Matrix. <laughs> yes. And For no I'm re- sorry, reason. but... Perry. (laughs) She's been dragged away against her will by this bumbling oaf. Does he think to go and check she's okay? Does he go along and say, look... I think um, he does in Big Fish, doesn't he? But come along with me, or are you happy staying with this barbarian? Or she's married to Brian Blessed now. I, I, but I, she didn't want to be. <laughs> I, I, I just have this wonderful image. It's from Blackadder. Oh, with, when he with, was the king. When he was the king. Is there anything right, my queen's, queen's got, got a headache again? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just wondering how many times Jacarnos was faced mm. with a headache. It's just they all seem to be like, oh, she's a queen. Mm. Oh, oh, isn't that, isn't that nice? wonderful? <laughs> Nobody asked her. What happened? to consent <laughs> this, this is a little bit like Leela suddenly falling in love with Someone Aldrin she held hands with yeah, once <laughs> yeah and then suddenly they're all in love yeah so I watched that episode I can't remember Perry and King Carlos getting on that well no I think there was just one bit where she Maybe was upset and he put up. his hand on her shoulder that's and was sympathetic it. and yeah. that was it yeah that's yeah. obviously you know that was yeah. courtship in that's his world intergalactic yeah. courtship yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I, I, that left a bad taste so, yeah. you know yeah. I he should have gone back and found her. I bet he put his hand on other places apart from his shoulder. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> Can I rub your head again? Yeah, go on. Thank you. Oh, God. I have to say, uh, episode 13, the first episode of this, yeah. is probably the best episode of this entire oh, yeah. 14. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Particularly the bits in the Matrix with uh, Glitz, Glitz yeah. and the yes. Doctor and yeah. Popperwick. Yes. Yeah. The dialogue was sharp. It was really yeah, good. It was really well, great. It's uh, another... Uh, satirical take on bureaucracy which Robert Holmes Mm. did so well also funny enough I'm currently going through the Doctor Who from the first episode in order and and I'm not so long ago watched uh, Deadly Assassin Yes. So you had the whole scene with the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Even though these stories are quite far apart, because I've seen them so recently, the Matrix they had for here, although it was in an industrial area and etc., it still had the same feel as from Deadly Assassin, that kind of like skewed Mm. reality. There was just enough that I recognised different locations, but same premise and same feel to it, which I thought was quite cleverly done, considering how many years on the programme was, different times. Time, to actually still have that element there that some things are real and this is all in my mm. mind this is all in my mind ouch that actually can kill me even though it's all in my mind <laughs> yeah. Yeah. one one little quibble time lords 
most advanced race in creation. Mm. Amazingly, <laughs> amazingly advanced. Mm-hmm. Why the hell does the key to the Matrix look like something that come, goes into a pirate's chest? <laughs> ah. And why does the I've keeper the of the key have it round his, his neck? Because he's not that strong, is he? I've watched Invasion of Time recently and I can tell you the answer to the first one. Go on. Because where do you hide a tree? Well, in not, a, well yeah, in I a know forest. that, but why, why hanging it round his neck? No, no, the reason with it looks a like that... key. The key <laughs> looks like that because it's it's disguised as a desk drawer key. He, the, the original one used to just keep it in his desk drawer. Why is going round his neck now? I have no idea. I think this is the third version of the great key yeah. we have seen. Oh, probably, yeah. I just thought being Time Lords, etc., etc., the key to the Matrix should be telepathic. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the, I think first it, it was well hidden. It was just a yeah. desk drawer key. Yeah. It was just an anonymous key mm. in a room full of keys kind of style. Now, one thing I will say about the Matrix is I mean, obviously, it's got that air of unreality about it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you've got the uh, round buildings of the potteries. Yeah. And then a huge neon sign saying, Fun Fancy Factory. factory. Yeah, Fancy Factory, yeah. The other thing I was thinking about, I, it's hindsight because we know that this was his last story. The whole thing where he backfeeds... Yep. What the Valiard was trying to do, and it kills the Valiard. That would possibly. have been, or possibly, that <laughs> would have been that. a good point to have had the Doctor regenerate. That mm. that, that energy yeah. that backfed, that not only kills the Valiard, also takes s- out the Doctor, takes out the Doctor, and starts Maybe Mel him, too, just to, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and starts him on his recycle. Wind up all loose ends, yeah. perfect ending. But <laughs> it's because they were going to yeah, go on and do another yeah. series. Mm. And he he, he wasn't unemployed at that point. Yeah, yeah. but it's one if, one, it would have been good if they had time. In hindsight, one of the effects I. Well, one of the scenes I did like was when they were on the beach yes. and the Valiard was doing that popping in and out yeah, of existence. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. really cleverly done. Yeah. Split screen as well, so he didn't have the usual judder and well, somebody yeah. stand yeah, still to continue, and take yeah. somebody so, away. To continue with that theme. I don't yeah. know, was it split screen or was yeah. it a, was it a quantal effect? Because yeah, like they, they changed the colour of the sky. Yeah. It was, uh, they they, could, you could see a, little a bit slight yeah. halo effect when yeah. he disappeared. But it was yeah. very good. Yeah, but the scene on the beach where the Doctor's you know, sort of uh, getting drawn down into the sand. Yeah. When I was watching the making of, it was how they actually filmed that scene where he's actually stepping out of the quicksand. Because mm. they did just did it all backwards. Yeah, he, he the line in yeah, reverse. He had to say it phonetically. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He spoke about that at the Capitol. He, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Baker really enjoyed these two episodes because yeah. yeah. he said on he said on the uh, the DVD that it's the sort of Doctor Who he'd wanted to do. Yeah, mm. I mean that is what puzzles me about Colin Baker. I like him as a Doctor, but why is he so maligned by so many fans? The outfit. It's not his fault. It's one is the outfit. Two was strangling Perry in his first. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the outfit. It was the fact that the budget was virtually non-existent and mm. as we found out there was various factions going on behind the scenes yeah it also at times i mean it, it got the nickname back then it also started to turn into the comedy half hour it did mm. um, people like ken dodd and yeah the like. it's, it, it although that was sylvester it lost some of its darker edge i would say the opposite i say it was much mm. darker during colin's time quite violent Personally, I, personally, I am of the opinion that uh, someone in production—I have my suspicions—I don't know who—decided <laughs> that it has to be more adult, and mm. more adult means sex and violence. Yeah. They they couldn't yeah. do sex, so they titillated with Perry, mm. yeah. and they did things which 
previously they wouldn't have done. Um, the acid the, bath. Right? Yeah. The, the acid <laughs> bath. Uh, Hugo being knifed. Yeah. yeah. But the trouble is, I mean, we all like a bit of the dark stuff. Yeah. But it was, I'd say, 99% of it comes down to that damn costume. Because yeah. no matter what the scene, you put him in that scene looking like a clown and it takes everything, everything away from it. Yeah. But all you can focus on is that colour. It did at the time, but I'm not sure it did quite so much at the time. Because oh, the 80s... it did. It did. It did. <laughs> no. Oh, I know. You were, I know. You were a bit younger. Yeah. I can remember sitting in the Fitzroy Tavern with a cider or two, looking at that outfit the first time we saw the pictures of it and going, oh, my God. I wonder the that is the most the... ridiculous thing I have yeah. seen. I wonder what the difference would have been if he'd been allowed to go for, like, the leather jacket or even the blue yeah. design. The blue would have been Because he, he wanted the leather jacket. He wanted a leather jacket. I wanted to look like Paul McGann. <laughs> But then also we've seen him play his doctor as he wanted to yeah, play yeah. his doctor we've when he did the, the, the stage yeah, on Big show. Finish. And yeah. on Big Finish. But before Big Finish, yeah. when we actually saw him play the sixth doctor yeah. on the stage mm. show and they gave him a different outfit, it was much more toned down. Mm. And just oh, put him in no, the... T- I wouldn't say toned down, yeah. it was just as garish, but certain strips would have been replaced with purple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a little bit more, I don't know... I liked that version more than this one. I, I I don't think he ever got to play it how he wanted to, mm. but yeah, a lot of it was costume. It just detracted so yeah, much. Completely. You could you could have had him playing Hamlet, and everything would have been lost because of that stupid coat. Mm. <laughs> but apart from the coat, <laughs> yeah. although as as we've said before, he's easily the best big Finnish doctor. Oh God, yeah. Is it isn't it interesting that this one? would be about the same length of one episode now, one story now. Because this was a two-parter, so this is two two twenty-fives. By the time no, you no, take it's out... 25 and a 30. Yeah, but by the time you take out to, the yeah. end credits, the start credits, yeah. if you yeah. cut it and together it in a little bit, well. it would be the same, <laughs> same as I, another I one. I think it worked well. I think I, I yeah. liked the pacing of the two episodes. I mean, apart from the fact, obviously, we lost Bob Holmes, yeah. and yeah. that's you know that couldn't, couldn't be helped. I thought it was paced well. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Once she gets to the Matrix, it's much better. The first ten minutes, so the exposition dumped by the Master, uh, yeah. all that stuff about the Andromeda, the, the yeah. missing secrets. Right? Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once we get beyond all that and some really dodgy acting in, in defense the trial of Bonnie scene. Langford, <laughs> you yeah. try saying those lines. Well, uh, <laughs> another thing, yeah. an- another thing is is what I've read in an interview with her is they wanted Bonnie Langford in Doctor Who, they didn't want Mel. Mel. So mm. she was told, do it this way, be bouncy, be happy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I've got that feeling. She's meant to have been a computer programmer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And right, oh. not once, not once. Um, she... ex- megabyte modem. Oh, pardon, <laughs> noticing that it was a frigging megabyte modem. Yeah, I, I have to sit there, and, and whilst the more recent actor of the programme might feel he was stifled in what he was allowed to portray and how he played it, I think he got off lightly compared to what Colin and Perry had to put up with because I don't think either of Mel... Well, um, they neither of them got to play the parts they wanted Mm, to play or be the character. They were almost caricatures rather than characters. Again, though, you go to Big Finish and her stuff, and it's good stuff. Mm. Mm. On, On this line, I'd like to point out, 
I know we haven't covered it here, but we've covered it in the past. The first episode of this mysterious planet. Yeah. The arrogance in the Doctor is still there. The superiority is still there. But these ti- this time, the sentences were tempered with humour, with tempered mm. with yeah. a smile. Mm. Unfortunately, due to the one with Cillin, that went up in smoke and he had to act deranged again. <laughs> but you only get glimpses of how he wanted to play it. Yeah. yeah. One standout um, scene for me was where um, he's in the courtroom up in the in the dock and he's saying, um, yeah, sort of the Cybermen and the Daleks. Oh, that great yeah. speech. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're still in, you know, they're still in the playpen, yeah, playpen compared to nursery compared to the time lords. One million years of complete, yeah, was it absolute, absolute power? power. Absolute That's power. What it takes to mm. be really corrupt. Mm, yeah. um, hands up, who in this room couldn't not picture a convention in 1986 where we did a sketch? BBC producers ruined it. TV Channel Four. There's, yeah. a, there's a there's a little video on YouTube marked the trial of the an alternative time, time lord oh, yeah. featuring we were about ten people in this and it's on YouTube you say yeah yep. I was yep. sixteen. So, yeah. Doing a wonderful impersonation. Of the Inquisitor. Inquisitor. <laughs> I had Oxo earrings. Oh. <laughs> yes, there were some Oxo references. Yeah. But I thought, you know, although we didn't know this was his final story, it was still quite a good final story. Yeah. Well, as it yeah. turned out to apart be. Apart from the final line. Yeah, apart well. from the final line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the shame we never got the Valiard back. Yeah. It would be weird to have him with Sylvester's doctor, I think. To alike. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, it'd just be weird. Uh, it may have worked, it may not have worked, but it, it certainly worked really well with Colin. Yeah. And I'm glad they got him back in Big Finish. They've so, done, a, yeah. done a couple yeah. with him in Big Finish. Yeah. yeah, and the end of Colin's Doctor is in Big Finish with the Valiard, yeah. as it mm. should be. I was pleased you know, sort of, to see him actually sort of walking off into the sunset as opposed to regenerating. So. I can see why... They haven't brought him back on the TV and it'd be difficult to bring him back on the TV. We already have a master, don't miss him. Although it is the Doctor, the Valiard and the Master are very similar kind of characters. Conspiracy theorists out there, maybe Missy is the female version of the Valiard. You know, it's that kind of thing in that they are very, very similar kind of, of adversaries. And mm. you really only need one, one for TV purposes, only one defined Moriarty to your Sherlock Holmes. I think he was more like the master in that final part. Mm. He was lesser in the in the penultimate episode. Yeah. I think he's much more his own sort of character. Yeah. But when Pip and Jane, Jip and Payne got hold of him, he became a bit more like the master. Yeah. With his rather dodgy dialogue and more verbose, mm. laughing a lot. And yeah. Yeah. But he did a very good evil laugh. He did. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. chances are, if they did bring him back, you've either got to run him entirely as his own character in case what is his point there. If he's not the Doctor character and he's not the adversary character, if he is the adversary character, they are going to end up turning him or writing him as a master type character. As yeah. I say, because w- what would he want? What would be the point of him? Yeah, mm. so I think it's it's good. It's something you can play with on audio, but not so readily mm. on the TV series itself. And Maybe. you're wrong about Missy, by the way. She's clearly meant to be the Rani. Yes. <laughs> Susan. Or yeah. Susan and yeah. Susan. Both of them, yeah. How do, not, how do we know it's not just Romana having got warped in the head coming out ah. of his face? Oh. So Romana was actually the Rani who was Susan. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Who regenerated into Missy. Blatantly. <laughs> Carrot juice, carrot juice, <laughs> carrot juice. <laughs> 
Oh, that bloody treadmill he was using in the first episode. <laughs> it looked like a tea trolley turned upside down. I mean, like possibly know- was a tea mm-hmm. trolley turned upside down. <laughs> I'd like to know what you thought of Trial of a Time Lord, um, in particular the Ultimate Foe. Please write to us because we're desperate at Me show at staggering stories dot net. Right, continuing our theme of alternate realities, as it were. Carrot juice, yeah. And carrot juice. We've all been watching... No, we haven't. Shout out you. Ready Player One, Mm -hmm. which of course was in cinemas recently and based on the novel by Ernest Klein. And I missed it. I thought you were going to say Ernest Hemingway. Let's pause for music. Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah. Wrote lots of VR books. <laughs> he was a man ahead of his time. He was, yeah. 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 Okay, this film, entire film, was essentially designed to play Spot the Easter Egg. <laughs> Pretty oh, much, great, yeah. 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 There were hundreds of the bloody it's, things, it's... including a TARDIS next to the Iron Giant. There was. I didn't spot it at I all in the first viewing. It's, it's one you can watch on two levels. One, you can sit there and watch the Good. film and get involved with the story and mm-hmm. enjoy that. And two, you can go, Oh, that's 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 thingy, and that's what's it. And we saw Firefly as well. Oh, is it, is, oh, is it a bit like Firefly. Rogue One then? Yeah. You, you've got to watch it once to watch oh, the film, and then you've got to go back to the cinema again to actually enjoy watching think, it for all the. Um... I think on, on YouTube there's a list. They they've counted 153 Easter eggs. Because I, I oh, yeah. say I for various reasons I haven't managed to get to the cinema for a few months now, so I've completely missed this. But from what I can make out, it's almost a love letter to anyone that grew up in the 80s and oh, 90s. Particularly yeah. in America, is, yeah. is obviously understandably more uh, American focused. Yeah. So a lot of stuff that we would put in there isn't there. Yeah. Apart from the police box, I think it's exactly. the only thing which British in there really. But yeah. Right. So basically, um, we're in the future. Yep. Everyone, it's it's how the future's going to turn out. Quite frankly. Yeah, it's not too far in the future either. Yeah. Any about, about thirty. Everyone years, is obsessed no. by virtual reality. Every well, home has a virtual reality kit. It's and, following the bandwidth wars and. Um, well, I would have said that, but. I didn't know that what that was, so you know. <laughs> as a, as they say, there's been various planetary wide disasters that have been endured rather than defeated. Mm. Exactly. Yep. No Massive one, no one seems inclined to do anything but disappear into virtual reality. Well, it's, it's a like ref- a, it's a massive multiplayer the... online role-playing game. It's but... a refuge from the real world. Yeah, and, yep. it's, and it's so cool. <laughs> it's, basically, there's this one, the Oasis. Yeah, which like, is... It's like Facebook. It's yeah. just, just the one which has yeah. come out of... And so like the internet, it's just called Oasis. It's there. Mm. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's a giant virtual world. Mm. Yeah. 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 I have to say, listening to the premise, I can see the extrapolation because how many people in this room at the end of a really rough day go home turn on the computer and immerse themselves into a first player computer mm. game yeah. or VR look, look looking at someone not mm. too far away yeah. from me <laughs> No, I tend to I flop on the sofa. And I think she's having a, a dig. I think she is. No, I'm, but what look, dude, it? what are you doing, man? <laughs> He's having a rummage. Give my VR yeah. headset out. <laughs> but a lot of people... Um, um, Adam... This is audio. They can't oh, see no. your headset. I put it in front of the I mic. Hold, yeah, hold no. close to the microphone. No, no, no. Oh, God. There you no. go. But a lot, of people already, a lot of people already relax or, or yeah. sort of like check out, so to speak, from t- day-to-day stresses yeah. by, by playing, playing game. games. Yeah, I sit First down and watch the news. Yeah. 
boring old fart. It's not the film shows it more as a game and yeah. recreation thing, mm. but it's more than that. It's yeah. everything. Happens it's more like Second yeah. Life. It it's, is, but mm. yeah, it's like the internet. Yeah. So, that, yeah. do your banking. You do it in the Oasis. Yeah. Everything mm. gets done oh, yeah. in there. And uh, the the creator of the Oasis has recently Mark died. Mark Rylance. The last thing I saw him in was, was uh, Wolf Hall. Yeah, and he did uh, Bridge of Spies too mm, for Spielberg. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, has he died? No, no, no. Oh, the right. Creator, so the the creator, 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 not the actor. Oh, sorry, not the actor. <laughs> no, not the actor. The creator, the creator the has recently died mm, yeah. and has left various Easter eggs within the Oasis. Well, for, day, isn't it? Yeah. for whoever has uh, finds them will then win ownership mm. of the Oasis. Yes. Yep. Uh, and yep. So our, our, little, our mm. little chap <laughs> is one of the ones who's giving it a go. Percival mm. or Percival. Percival. Percival, that's it. Yes. So uh, who's, running the, who's running the Oasis? Oh, it's in a between. bad it's, it's, man. Yeah, who, run, who runs the internet? It's, yeah. mm, well, so it's become uh, a self self no, no, There's a company. There is a company that is trying to take ownership and it's trying to win these keys and wants to fill it with various adverts blipverts and because there is a line that says that uh, we found out that a human mind can take 52 blipverts before it goes into spasm mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i think is not in the book i can't remember mm. it's basically in the book it, they just want to take control of the oasis because controlling the oasis is controlling control the world yeah. Yeah. Well, whoever controls the media controls the mind yeah i mean there were a few laugh out loud scenes for me the video of uh, halliday sitting up in his coffin a, you know, yeah yeah well, his photon torpedo tube. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he has got these star, Starfleet emblems shaped wreaths around him. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a few references to Star Trek in <laughs> yeah. the book. It's fun because the audio book is read by Will Wheaton. <laughs> and I think he gets a name check in the book, <laughs> even though it's written before they knew who would narrate it. Oh, and good. it took a while for me to realise that Halliday's co-inventor of the Oasis was a very heavily made-up uh, Simon Pegg. Yeah. There are him in younger days in it yeah. as well, in mm. sort of flashback things. Maybe. And he's also the well, voice those, those of... Those scenes in the museum. Yeah, yes. he is also the voice of the museum manager. Mm. Yeah, which I didn't recognise no, at all. Neither did I. Uh, the no. curator. Yeah. Mm. So in the book is different. That, that, that whole curator and museum thing didn't exist in the book right. but the character did appear and help them out at the end but, uh... and then we come to the other level that you can watch it on from the various things that you can see in there like um, there's one section where they have to race oh, yes. you've got mm. the DeLorean Back to the Future DeLorean there's the Batmobile Spoon. in there yep. there's uh, I think a couple of cars from Robocop the 18 van the 18 mm. van it's, it's all little visual the Akira bike yeah mm. is that the Tron thing I don't think there's a Tron bike Actually, it no, was, it was. It was. It looks a little bike. dark. Yeah, it, it was actually from like Ikea. Oh, right. It was a light cycle, but it, yeah. rather than being from mm. Tron, it was from the Ikea. manga yeah. Ikea. Yeah. And was was there a lot of? Um, I believe. Uh, only from what I've seen from the trailers, was the music also heavily based in that era? The soundtrack? Yes. It's by, um, what's his name, the guy who did the music for Back to the Future. Yes, because there is quite a few Back to the Future and there riffs. Are Back to the Future bits in it. Riffs well, yeah. in there. And My you can dude. tell it's the same guy. So. Yeah, there are quite a few songs from the 80s in it, especially when they're in the uh, nightclub. Yeah. Oh, the floaty nightclub. Mm, yeah. That's oh, in the that book too, that fight yeah. in the uh, Zero G. Blue Monday. Um, one of the wonderful <laughs> set pieces that I liked was where one of the key were hidden mm. in the Overlook Hotel yes. from yeah, that The Shining. Isn't, that isn't yeah. in the book. That's different yeah, but in the film. It was a nice little homage 
homage to The Shining and takes it one per, uh, stage fur, oh, further, yes. especially when one of the characters has never seen or mm, read The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> Nor me. Yeah, because so I need to do that. Yeah, the cinema was called the Overlook Cinema. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 It's even down to the carpets. Mm. You know, that distinctive looking carpet. Mm. <laughs> blood stained. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of blood, yeah. Mm. Yes, it was. Yeah. So you've read the book. I've read the book, yeah. Which did you prefer? I the take book. it there's lots of stuff in the book that didn't go into the film. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are characters, main characters who die in the book who don't die in the film, Mm -hmm. which gives the ending a different tone. Two of the three challenges are different. The first one is Dungeons and Dragons, based on Mm -hmm. a particular module of the original Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really interesting, being an old Dungeons and Dragons player back in the day. Yeah, they made no reference at all. There was a sign for Dungeons and Dragons in the... Uh, there was a sign, the and also uh, the uh, the shield activator is a D20. Oh, was it? Oh, yes. 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 So there are a couple of references to it, but they yeah. ditched most of that. So the ending of the film, they've essentially... The ending was Disney- basically the same. But they've Disneyfied it by making sure everyone's alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Mind you, uh, one thing that didn't make me laugh was the uh, corporation who were trying to get their hands on the IOI, three keys. Yeah. IOI, yeah. So all the game players were known as sixes. Yeah. As we were in the book, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's all, no- yeah, it's all numbers, not names. Yeah. And also- who dies in the book? One or two Japanese oh. characters. Oh, no. I think the younger one. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I find out where mm. they live and uh, yeah, what well, they do in the oh, movie, yeah. Mm. But also the the head honcho for IOI is the director from Rogue One who Krennic. built the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, oh, Ben Mendelsohn. Right. Oh, so basically, a bad guy to start with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I recognised him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. also he was in Bloodline mm. on Netflix. Yeah, playing the the bad egg, the bad <laughs> brother <laughs> in that. Mm. Oh, it must he's he's uh, Australian, I think. Mm. It must have been weird for Spielberg making a film where he's actually referencing his own films mm. yeah. as yeah. real events. Yeah, there, there was quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. quite a few Spielberg stuff in there. What was the reference to uh, Robert Zemeckis in it? Yeah, there was. Uh, mm. Something was named after him, an object, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yes, yeah, Zemeckis. Something uh, it, was, it, it was the, the time. The time yeah. grenade, the temple grenade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Zemeckis Cube. Yeah, that's that, it. that yeah. was it, Because yeah. if that were British, it would be something more Doctor Who related. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is this a one-off story? It's not the kind of thing that is going to get a he's writing a, a sequel book mm, yeah I am saying that this I is the, I am saying that this is a one hit one off story but that didn't stop them with the Highlander yeah mm, well yeah yes and uh, one thing that did amuse me you know, sort of, the fact that the whole film was filmed in the uh, exotic surroundings of Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> really mm, yeah Birmingham yeah. UK they, Birmingham they needed somewhere that looked like a dump <laughs> oh we apologise to any <laughs> Whether they're from Birmingham or Alabama, I was, or I was, talking, I was talking Alabama. <laughs> You've just alienated a lot of our American listeners yeah. now. Naya, what's Alabama like? And is is it sort of southish yes. and to oh, the right, God, not again. or is it sort of northish and to the west? No, it's I got it right this time. It's southish. It's deep south, isn't it, Alabama? Oh, I don't know. Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Forrest Gump came from. Is it? Yeah. Life is like a box of chocolate. So that, that centres it for you now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know where that is now because Forrest Gump came from there. <laughs> Sorry, you know he's not real. <laughs> I definitely would recommend you watch the film before you read the book, though. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. Done yeah. That. I was slightly disappointed by the film having. Read the book and yeah, I've, usually... le- I've read reviews of other people who read the book first said they were also disappointed by the film though a lot of people who hadn't read the film yeah 
read the read book the rather, mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed the film. Yeah. So I think it is one of the things where you should probably watch the film first and read mm. the book second for an expanded view and of it. Yeah. How many avatars did people recognise? Oh, there were so oh, many. Again. <laughs> well, you got, uh, I don't know the name, but it was one of the four-armed villains from uh, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. yeah. that oh, had yeah. the chest burster come through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be easier and quicker to say who wasn't there. Well, that's true, yeah. It's one to get on DVD so you can... Yeah, you've got to Blu-ray, better still. Like like I said, go on YouTube. There's a couple of videos on there that reference them. And we're we're into the hundreds of the various Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Because not only did you, in the garage, did you have the Iron Giant, the the TARDIS. You had a couple of Vipers. There was uh, the ships from uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. All manner of things just dotted in the background. No, because you mentioned Easter eggs in the first uh, Star Wars film with a very young uh, Darth Vader. When they're walking through Watto's junkyard, yeah. you see the pod from the yeah. USS Discovery yeah. you know, that Dave Bowman vanished in. Yeah, that's really? that's <laughs> in the garage mm. in player, Ready Player One as All well. Right. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the Gets background. Around, shows you my age. When people say the first Star Wars film, I still think of episode yeah. four, <laughs> not episode one. Yeah, initially, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, it's probably gone from the cinema now. It's certainly gone yeah, from ours. But if you yeah, get a chance to watch it, catch you, it. yeah, it's worth yeah. a look. It'll be on by the Blu ray DVD, DVD. It's very shortly. Fun. I'd like to say you've been writing to us, but that would be a total lie. Ooh. Except for Pinky. Thank you, Pinky. Pinky. Because Pinky is wonderful. We love you, Pinky. Thank you. Hi, Pinky. Pinky says, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. What? Worse of gummage is coming back. Eek! Exclamation From mark. From the dead. <laughs> I quite liked <laughs> that as a kid, it. but I was a kid, and even now my fuzzy memories of it are dubious. <laughs> I'm halfway through se- uh, season two of Jessica Jones. No spoilers, please. <laughs> they all Run die, away. I hope it's as I hope it's good as I love yeah. the comics. You mentioned Night of the Sex a Olymp- little. What <laughs> did yeah. we? Yeah. 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 Yes, okay. I mentioned very briefly. You mentioned Night of the Sex Olympics. Woo-hoo. I watched that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what a balmy. Prophetic cluster. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I also it, got around to watching Wonder Woman. Pretty Wonder much Wonder. what I expected. Nah, and mm. get out. That mm. was good. Yeah. Thanks for the holiday tips, Jean. I've no idea how out of sync I currently am with your podcast, but I'll get caught up with things one day. Goodbye, gang. All the best. Pinky. Thank, Thank you, Pinky. Pinky. Now listen. Enjoy your holiday. We've been nothing but nice to you people. <laughs> even no. even Catherine. Oh. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, Oh, Ah, the head said hello to Terence. Is he getting closer to Wataka? He is. He's he's edging closer. (laughs) You you saw that he was trying to make off in the TARDIS at uh, Capital. Mm, Capital, We'd better say hello to the other chap, hadn't we? Actually, he's basically almost snogging with Wataka, isn't he? Somebody please say hello to it before it attacks Adam's head. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Terence. Now that's out of the way. Mm. We've we've been nothing but nice to most of you. <laughs> but most of now you. it's no more Mr. Nice no. Guy. I expect from each and every one of you one piece of feedback of no less than a hundred words. 
You're going to be 20. reading this. Yeah, you read this, girl. <laughs> I want them by the, by the next podcast, so you've got a while. A week. As we don't actually have any way of monitoring how many people listen to this programme. I'm guessing Seriously, there's at least two. Seriously, guys, we don't actually do a, a listener count or anything so that we don't get frightened. How do we know that we only haven't got one or two listeners? Well, in that case, there's no bloody excuse. They should be able to send in some feedback. You can send in your feedback to us at show at staggeringstories.net Oh, by the way, have you seen the new bit of artwork to join the collection in the house that is the homage to Amelia Pond? In chains. Oh, yeah. Serpents. Or are they tentacles? We we were there when he actually bought it. (laughs) It's a very fine picture of Amelia chained up. Well, one arm is chained up with fairly phallic serpents Mm. threatening her. I'm questioning the scale, though. She does seem to be about nine feet tall. Yeah, she's she's rather big big for that room. Perhaps it's a low ceiling room. Yeah, it must be. It's very, very um, suggestive, isn't it? Yeah. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thank Aww. God. <laughs> but never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. Aww. Oh, God. <laughs> you called? More fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... S for sex. Scintillating. Sycophantic. Scary. Sexy. Salacious. Sexy. Slithering. Sexily. Slimy. Sluttily. Sickening. Spankily. (laughs) Spasming. Surreptitiously. Comes sashaying towards us. Sexily. (laughs) You got sex on the brain at the moment. This is me. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 289, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith Dunn, and Gene Riddler. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. And this was an incredibly difficult talk. <laughs> you want to choose another voice? It's quite a big speech. <laughs> Line of staggering stories podcast. Yeah, and I'll say that again. Yeah, because that really, really dragged. <laughs> yeah. Staggering. Demons. Can I point out that um, all through my childhood, I was never sure if that little bold person was a boy or a girl? Meant to be. It was meant to be a boy. Yeah. yeah. But it was played Very... by a girl. Yeah. That's what boy. was confusing yeah. me. And at the moment, it's still Chippy Tarka. Chippy Tarka, that's Chippy Tarka. Cake! He's got cake! Oh. Husband, he's got cake. Have you ever seen this country? On a daily basis. <laughs> oh, it's this country. Yeah, it's, it's a comedy series by the, mm. from the BBC. I yeah. really, If you ever get the chance to watch it, I really do recommend it. It's mm. it's just wonderful. Uh, it, it, it won a BAFTA. It's in between seasons at the moment. All right. uh, about 
two cousins in growing up in a village in the Cotswolds mm-hmm. and they're being followed around by a television crew mm-hmm. and sometimes it's painfully funny, other times you want to hug them mm-hmm. and make sure they know everything will be okay. It's just That's genius. Awesome. Every every week she's wearing a different Swindon Town football shirt. Oh, really? Because... <laughs> Oh, there have been quite a few over the years. And at the BAFTAs last night, she was obviously done up to the nines, but she was wearing a Swindon Town dress. (laughs) We had a group of um, little beaver scouts in in the museum and we've got the the education room where they can... There's loads of things that they can touch and play with, loads of old stuff. And there's this fantastic old dial television. Helen, the uh, curator, says, right now, who can tell me what this is? And they're like, why is this a monitor? (laughs) No, it's not a monitor. So there was a moment's consultation. (laughs) (laughs) It's a television. Yes, it's a television. Can you tell me how it works? Mm. Does that change the channel? (laughs) Dial. Yes, well done. Miss, where's the remote control? <laughs> You're the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing, the thing in all, of all the things in the room that confused them, and there's no reason why they should have known what it was, it was a, a tea cosy shaped as a cat. <laughs> and she's, she's got it. And she's like, Who can tell me what this is? Nine out of ten. Is it a hat? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not a hat. It's a tea cosy. Blank looks. <laughs> so you then have to explain what a tea cosy is. Hello. 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 I inhaled a bit of cake. <laughs> yeah, likely story. Furball. Yeah, <laughs> Why isn't yours smooth like that? Because I've still got flowing locks. I still have a humongous head of hair. Oh, yeah, forgot. Sorry. My head is weighed down with the amount of hair that is upon it. But Andy's is lovely and soft. Yeah, but I'm I'm hard and rugged. I'm not soft, sweet and petite. (laughs) Say anything about petite. Where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. They do say that men with... Bold, smooth heads are most virile and rampant. <laughs> Isn't that rumour spread by men with bald heads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you saying Patrick Stewart is not virile? I'm sure I've heard Patrick Stewart use that one. You're a very bad person. Adam, punch her. Excellent. I'm so, I could really feel that stuck in my chest. I'm, I'm glad it went in the gap rather than in the middle of someone's. I did. Oh, you just hit me in the face. Oh. It's all wet and soggy. You should be running around the ground going. You said I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, that was after the bone china got shattered. The Bone China. One of the websites I belong to, someone put up and says, I don't see how anyone could put milk into tea before it first. It is heathen. It is unnecessary. And it's an abomination. 
Actually, it yeah. isn't. If you are drinking from fine bone china, you have to put milk in first in order to... We got this tea <laughs> thread from. <laughs> in order to stop it shattering. Hence, the dash of milk afterwards. She's gone mad. <laughs> Shall we talk about Doctor Who or Ready yes, Player let's. One? No, I'm going to tell you about the finer points of tea making. <laughs> for I am British. And damn it, you must know these things. You remember the A team? Yes. The original A team. I remember watching it one Saturday and towards the end of the series. And you can tell the writers had had enough oh, because there's a bit yes. where they're being circled and you realise that the people circling them are actually saying, who writes this stuff? Who writes this stuff? Who writes this stuff? <laughs> For some reason, that scene and the power call have always ah. linked in my mind. <laughs> Rub my head again, please, Karen. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> It's got to be that one. I've got very poor eyesight. 